Hello, this is Reb Brad. I'm the longtime volunteer chaplain for the Colorado Rapids and founder of Soccer Chaplains United. This year for the World Cup, I took up the lead on a World Cup devotional. Spanning eight weeks, myself and two other chaplains wrote weekly reflections on faith, family, and football. The themes line up neatly with Advent and Christmas. The devotional is available on Amazon. Just search up World Cup devotional, and it's available in three languages, English, Spanish, and Portuguese. In celebration of the world's largest stage for football, myself and Chaplain Jordan Matus will alternate readings for the next few weeks on the podcast. So stay tuned. This week's reading starts right after this. He's found the space, and he's found the back of the net. Just a little off foot, thinking he's going to go far post. Not strong enough with his right hand. Whips that one in. Far post, almost made him in, and they have. He has the hat trick. The second in his career. The third of the night. The hat trick hero. Talked about you're not going to be able to sustain that kind of pressure. To the corner. Goes towards the near post. And you're the angle. And what a goal! What a goal! Week one, kickoff. The long wait. How well do we wait for things? How about for a match to begin? Injury recovery? An agent callback? A new contract or scholarship award? How about a national team call-up? A passport? The list and lengths of waiting seem endless at times. Can you believe that if people once waited over 400 years, they were waiting to hear from God? They were waiting for rescue, for a champion. They were waiting for a win. All they received in return, though, was silence. Silence and waiting seem to go hand in hand. Waiting's hard, whether it's three pulsating little dots on a text thread or waiting for a child's birth. Silence is often an indicator that something is about to happen. Think about the calm or silence before a storm. In Revelation 8, we see silence is a precursor to something amazing about to happen. Jesus' return. 400 years of silence preceded Jesus' first coming, and God didn't speak to his people, not through prophets, not through scripture. It was a unique time in the history of God and humanity, a long period of time. But could we endure 400 years of silence? 400 years of waiting? Today, there are still 134 countries that have never qualified for the World Cup. Luxembourg carries the dubious distinction for the longest run of failed qualification. Dating back to 1934, this small Western European country has watched 20 attempts fall short. Finland ranks second with 19. For these nations, maybe they hope that the expanded 2026 edition of the World Cup will finally see them in the tournament. If Luxembourg qualifies, it will be 92 years of waiting. That's a long time. Waiting and silence seem, to me, to be tempered, to be made more tolerable by one thing, the people who wait with us. I heard it once said that you could tell the nature of a true friend by their ability to be present and silent in times of waiting. The ability to companion someone without a need for words. You know, who waits with you and with me in the silence? A parent? A partner? A friend? Have you ever felt God's presence in the midst of waiting? What was that experience like? What does silence make you believe or disbelieve about God, about faith, 
This week, let the spiritual themes of silence and waiting serve as touchlines on a pitch. Perhaps some old issues of faith and belief arise. Maybe some old wounds and hard memories surface. Don't ignore them. Throw them back in. Wrestle, juggle, struggle with them if need be. And do this in community. Do it with a trusted friend, a teammate, a coach, parent, a pastor, or a chaplain. This week, consider people in the Bible who have learned to wait, who have learned to live with silence. People like the nation of Israel. Like them, as you and I encounter our own silence and waiting spaces, may we not lose hope. May we keep watch. May we prepare. And may we keep faith.